In Scotland, when friends get together, they blether. When these three friends happen to be Scottish Blue Badge tourist guides, you can be sure that the country that they're so passionate about will be right at the heart of their discussions. Be it contemporary or historical, culinary or cultural, reminiscence or anecdote, from accommodation to zoos, the chat will range right across the entire alphabet of topics and issues that are live and happening in Scotland right now. We hope that you'll join us. There's nothing to beat a recht good blether. And you could also join in our blethers on social media. You can find us as at Scottish Blethers on both Facebook and Instagram. We post additional content during the week that supports the podcast episode. We love making the podcast and would love it if you could share them with your friends and leave a review on the platform of your choice. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Scottish Blethers with Liz Lister and Helen Houston. And I'm Susan Brown. In this episode, we are talking all things love. <laughs> love is very definitely in the air in the lead up to Valentine's Day on Sunday. Everything is love, love, love. We're loved up. Could we say love is all around? Oh, we could say love is all around. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's such a shame that we can't get out to buy valentines and red roses and all the rest of it. Being under lockdown, my husband is just heartbroken that he can't get the usual beautiful bouquet. Yeah, well, uh, one would be nice. Not that I'm dropping any hints to a certain gentleman in Bermuda. Well, I don't think there's much likelihood on my part. <laughs> or mine. <laughs> While we're talking about bouquets, maybe we're talking about roses and my love is like a red, red rose. Well, just looking at what we're doing in this episode is just taking every possible angle on love, freewheeling and just seeing where it takes us. And you're right, Susan, the obvious one to start with, a red, red rose. Of course, when I said love, I meant love songs. Yes, and this red, red rose, it, it's just timeless. The lyrics are just fantastic. Arabi Burns' poem is hyperbole at its best. To la the seas gang dry, my dear, and the rocks melt with the sun. Well, that's deep love, isn't it? Absolutely. And if anybody goes to the website Guide Collective, the three of us all write for the website, and I've been writing an article on the language of love, and the Victorians used flowers as code to send secret messages in Victorian society where you couldn't come out and pledge your love openly. Of course, the rose is one that we associate with love, but red is also passion. So the fact that Rabbi Byrne says a red, red rose, he's doubling his ration of passion. Mm. And he certainly did. Yeah, but there are other beautiful love songs written by Rabbi Burns that we didn't touch on in our episode on him. Green Grow the Rashes O springs to mind. Beautiful love song there. He was a master in taking poems and setting them to melodies. And so they become really beautiful when they're sung. So check out Green Grow the Rashes O. There's naught but care on every hand in every hour that passes O. Signifies the life of man. And we're not for the lasses, oh. I mean, that's lovely. And of course, one of my favourite love songs, and it's Love That Has Gone, Love That Has Parted, is A Fond Kiss. And we've talked about that in our Burns Night. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. Yes, it is one I can listen to frequently. Yeah, we certainly are well blessed for traditional love songs. But if you know Scots men in general, and this is very much a generalisation, they aren't always forthcoming at expressing their love openly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. But there's one lovely traditional one sung by the Corries. It's a traditional song, but love song called the Tyree Love Song. Now, Tyree is an island in the Hebrides in the west of Scotland. And this is a, a man, a Tyree man, is asking his love to leave her home on the mainland and to come away with him to the beautiful island that is his home. You know, smiling the land, shining the sea, sweet as the smell of heather. Would we were younger, you and me, the two of us together? Will you come away with me and be my own, my rare one? Just beautiful. Of course, if they're not able to express their emotions so eloquently, a lot of our love songs in Scotland have a degree of humour in them as well. So another person that we've covered in a previous episode, Sir Harry Lauder, one of his most famous I Love a Lassie. Before my time. Before my time too, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) He was inspired by his love for his wife, Nancy, but it's got a a balance of humour and romance in it. So I Love a Lassie, a bonnie healing lassie. If you saw her, you would fancy her as well. I met her in September, popped the question in November, so I'll soon be having her all to myself. Her father has consented, so I'm feeling quite contented, because I've been and sealed the bargain with a kiss. I sit and weary, weary when I think about my dearie, and you'll always hear me singing this. So it's quite humorous. It's so homely, isn't it? There's no huge romance. It's just as it is. I've sealed it with a kiss. In the music halls, they of course had lots of other ones. Another popular one that might bring ma- memories from their grandparents singing them, Bonnie Wee Jeannie McCall. I met her at the wedding in the cooperative hall. I was the best man and she was the belle of the ball. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Do you not know that one, Susan? Uh, no, and don't give up the day job, ladies. <laughs> This is always the danger when you do an episode on songs. We might break into song. (laughs) As I do not sing, as you know. (laughs) But Susan, you must know another popular Scottish one, Mary's Wedding. Oh, yes. We had to learn that at school. It was great. When you go to a Scottish wedding, the piper playing it as the bride draws up and gets out the car to walk into the church. And if she's called Mary or Mary, then it's a match made in heaven. Do you know the other name for Mary's Wedding? You were talking about Tyree Love Song. This is the Lewis Wedding Song. It originated on the island of Lewis. Step we gaily, off we go, heel for heel and toe for toe. Arm in arm and on we go, all for Mary's wedding. Plenty herring, plenty meal, plenty peat to fill her creel. Plenty bonny bairns as wheel. That's the toast for Mary. But you're right, if any Scottish wedding with a piper, you'll hear that being played. Your parents coming from Dundee, Helen. Um, one of my favourites, The Road and the Miles to Dundee. I think that's a beautiful song. Well, I think if there had been playlists in the days of when they were courting, that would have definitely been one. I know at their golden wedding, my mother put together a playlist. One of my nephews did it for her. And The Road and the Miles to Dundee was top of the list. Yeah. Do you know that one, Susan? No. It's about a young man who's out on the moors. I don't know why a young lassie is wandering about on the moors on her own anyway. But he comes across this young girl and she's trying to get to Dundee. And she asks him what direction, what's the road and how far is it? What's the miles? So it's the road and the miles to Dundee. And he gives her the directions. He shows her on her way and he says that he'll walk with her. And he, I took the goud pin, the gold pin from the scarf on my bosom and said... Keep ye this in remembrance o me. Then bravely I kissed the sweet lips o' the lassie, ere I parted wi' her on the road to Dundee. And when it's done in the Dundonian accent, it's just absolutely beautiful. But the stupid fool didn't get her to write down her number. So the song is all about how he misses her and he wishes he knew where he was and he'll never meet her again on the road in the miles to Dundee. 
Or if he goes on social media, he'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the same vein, of course, there's another one. Another one that we learned at school was, will you go, lassie, go? Yep. And uh, there is some controversy here. Was it Scottish or was it Irish? Well, that well-known doyen of information, Wikipedia, is suggesting it was Scottish. And it was by the Scottish poet Robert Tannehill and a Scottish composer, Robert Archibald Smith. But it was adapted by Belfast musicians into Wild Mountain Time. So some people know it as one title, some know it as the other. But that's one I love, you know, and it's not just about love. It's about the summer. Oh, the summer time has come and the trees are sweetly blooming. The wild mountain time grows around the blooming heather. Will you go, lassie, go? Well, there's nothing I like more than to get up into the hills in the summer, so that's got me already. But it's got some lovely passages. We'll all go together to pull wild mountain time all around the blooming heather. Will you go, lassie, go? If people are wanting to listen to the burns and to Wild Mountain Heather, one of our Scottish artists who's absolutely fantastic at all these ballads is Eddie Reader. Oh, yes. I was just thinking the Wild Mountain time there. I was at a wedding a few years ago now. It wasn't a Christian wedding as such. It was in a hotel, but the music, the singing, Wild Mountain Time, Will You Go, Lassie Go, was one of the main pieces that the congregation sang. It was lovely. It is a beautiful song. Of course, it's not just love one for another. We've got lots and lots of songs about love for our country. The Scots are never reticent at coming out with the praise of their, their native land. Well, the most famous one, of course, is Flower of Scotland, the one that's sung at the rugby. It is really considered to be Scotland's national anthem these days. It is played at the rugby, as Susan says. But what it's talking about is King Robert the Bruce's victory over the English army when we defeated Edward II's army at the Battle of Bannockburn. I think the thing about the Flower of Scotland is it is very passionate. And I'm sure that half the people singing it have no idea who proud Edward was. But it's just a very strong and stirring song when it's sung, especially at a rugby match with a whole crowd singing it. It's a rousing song that gets everybody involved. And at the rugby and other things, that's what you want. You want the crowd to come together as one behind their team. So it works that way. OK, well, we'll move on to another song. Well, the one that was the predecessor of Flower of Scotland before it became popular was Scotland the Brave. Probably know it as a bagpipe tune. Quarries. Land of the high endeavour. Carry on, carry on. Land of the high endeavour, land of the shining river, land of my heart forever, Scotland the brave. Well done! That's out of the head, there's nothing written down. It's a bit cheesy. Again, it's kind of old sentiment stereotypes of Scotland, but it is a nice tune. I do like it played. But of course, the one that is the other national anthem, which I absolutely love, can you guess? Caledonia. Started off as a lager advert, but just so beautiful. It's so good. It's one I always play. I have the guests listen to it, usually towards the end of the tour, you know, once they've had a great time and everything else, it's like, this is going to tug at your heartstrings. I always find that when I play that one, Susan, you've got to be very careful what kind of road you're on because the driver will end up in tears. The bit, oh, and let me tell you that I love you, that I think about you all the time. Caledonia, you're calling me and now I'm going home. If you're away on your holly bag somewhere, you're like, yes, I'm going home. Especially been away for a while. Dookie McLean, who wrote it, when he's singing it, it just tugs away, doesn't it? It's lovely. Mm. Although he says that it only took him about 10 minutes to write and he hates it now because it's all people know him for. And he has so many beautiful songs. Another one that's love, but it's love of a father. If people get the opportunity to listen to it, it's talking with my father, but he's walking 
on the Perthshire Hills. And it's just talking about the man that he's become. You know, it's talking about his love for his father and how he's influenced his life so much. I'm talking with my father. He's talking with his son. And I don't need to look any further for the one that I've become. He says, listen to the curlew. That's a sound I love to hear. It's a strange reflection that we look through well, that finally finds us here. He's just talking about the place where life's heart thunders. It's a lovely one. So look up some of the Doogie McLean albums and you'll find a lot of love songs on there. But his music is fantastic. I mean, the other one I love, and there's not really any words to it, is The Gale, which was adapted as the soundtrack for Last of the Mohicans. And, you know, if I just want to change the mood, I play that. Or if I'm just having a chill out time, it is just such a a wonderful piece of music. Doogie McLean is prolific. He lives just down the road, down Dunkeld. And he's such a down-to-earth person. You know, when he's doing his his festivals, his autumn gold festivals and stuff, you can see him out there putting out all the stakes for all of the the banners and everything that are along the roadside and stuff. So he's he's not let a little bit of celebrity get to his head. Not at all. And in in lockdown, I don't know if you know, but he's doing gigs like virtual tours but online in little community centres I know that he's coming to Boat of Garten which is a small village close to us and I think he's in Butterston which is in Perthshire this weekend even though Covid is keeping us largely constrained One thing about Doogie McLean is I was in Dunkeld with a group of guests and we were sitting in the little deli in, in Dunkeld having lunch and I had my back to the, the main area and one of my guests said oh that's Doogie McLean but it won't be so I said, well, it could be because he lives here. She eventually she went up and spoke to him and he was just so unassuming and good to her. Did what the fan wanted, take the photograph and chat. But she had actually been to all his concerts over in America. Yeah, nice and easy, straight talking. And- yeah, an ordinary Scot. So right, other rousing songs. Well, there's one that we've missed. It's the one that people will sing on a night out or at the end of a wedding or whatever else, especially if it's the version by Runrig. Loch Lomond. Bonnie, Bonnie of Loch Lomond. And of course, all these songs that we're talking about, Helen has put into a playlist and we will put the link to the playlist on our social media, uh, on our Facebook page. So it's just at Scottish Blethers. And you'll be able to listen to all the songs that we're talking about. So that should make it a bit easier for you to find them. And talking of Scottish songs that have their roots in melodies, bagpipes. Well, I don't know if you could call a bagpipe tune a melody, but tunes for the bagpipe. One of my favourites is The Green Hills of Tyrol which is probably better known in Scotland as a Scottish soldier. Now, when I was a little girl, my grandpa used to sing this to me because we had on the television, I mean, this is when television was in its infancy, there was a programme called the White Heather Club, which was introduced by a man called Andy Stewart. And Andy Stewart was actually really talented. He was a talented mimic and a singer and a comedian. Huchter chuchter type music, as we'd say. He was from Dundee. Was he? I didn't know that. Dundee way. Right. Well, it was the Green Hills of Tyrol is about Scots who've been fighting in wars all over the world because one thing that Scots do well is fight. And sometimes they didn't make it back to their native land. So this is all about a soldier who had died while he was fighting overseas. And now he's buried there and he's sighing. His heart is crying to leave these green hills of Tyrol or the island's hills. They're not my land's hills. As far as these green foreign hills may be, they are not the hills of home. It's lovely. So that's another one that will get added to the playlist. And that does bring a tear to the eye. Absolutely. But did you know that in addition to all these Scottish patriotic songs about love for their homeland, did you know that the national anthem of Australia, Advance Australia Fair, was written 
by a Scot. Oh, I didn't. It was Peter Dodds McCormick, who was born in Glasgow around 1835. So if you've got any Aussie listeners out there, you've got a Scot to thank for your national anthem. Bringing us more up to date, I suppose we've got some really well-known songs that are going out in the last, what, 20, 30 years or so. We've got Wet, Wet, Wet. We mentioned Love Is All Around. I said it was a record-breaking one. Well, it was in the charts for so long that the band themselves, Wet, 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 took it out of circulation because they felt they're keeping so many other people off the top of the charts. They were probably fed up playing it as well. (laughs) Well, actually, they did say that, yes. Even now, I think, I don't know if they're together as a band now, but they said it was just quite tiring singing it. But another group that some of our listeners will know, maybe not by name, the Proclaimers, but you'll certainly know their 500 Miles and they have a fabulous song, I think, called Let's Get Married. It's a very you know, fast moving and you can almost feel the excitement in the young man's voice, I think it is, who's singing it. Let's get married. I love you and I want to stay with you. Let's get married. Have kids and grow old and grey with you. Let's get married. Hold hands. Walk in the park. You can get a cat as long as it barks. married we're ready to tie the knot let's get married set the seal on feelings we've got let's get married we can make each other happy or we can make each other blue but yeah it's just a piece of paper but it says i love you for the good times for the days when we can do no wrong for the bad times for the moments when we think we can't go on for the family for the lives of the children we've planned let's get married come on darling please take my hand i just think that's lovely it is lovely. And of course, it comes from um, Sunshine on Leith, which I always refer to as Scotland's version of Mamma Mia, because it's ah, um, yes. based around the lyrics of the Proclaimers. It's a stage show, and Let's Get Married comes into that. It's a bit like Mamma Mia ends up with them getting married. And it's a lot of these songs that you can sing along to. There, there are so many cracking Scottish songs out there you can sing along to. And the other one that, for me, is wonderful, and I think every Scots person knows the lyrics to this one. Ladies, any guesses? A modern one? I would have thought 500 miles. Everybody loves that one. Mm -hmm. They're passionate about that one. It's not that? No, it's not. It's Deacon Blue Dignity. Oh, yes. And it's about basically loving the life that you've built for yourself. Every Scot knows the words. You've, you've got to be able to sing along to it and everybody does all the harmonies no matter how badly they sing. And no, I'm not going to start singing it. Uh, it recently came top in a poll where the Scots on a radio show were invited to vote for their top 10. It was highly contentious because there was a lot that were missed out that people thought should have been on the, the final list for voting on. But Dignity is not exactly a love song, but people certainly love it. It's about somebody that goes around cleaning the streets and the kids shouting names at him and all the rest of it. But he saves up his money and he buys a little dinghy and he goes sailing off the west coast of Scotland and he has his dignity. So it's a beautiful song. To me, that's a, a love song about loving your life and loving what you've yeah. built and to hell with what anybody else says. Exactly. Being satisfied, yep, and having something to, to look forward to. No, it's it's definitely, the Scots certainly love it. And of course, wasn't it the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow that they sang that? Yeah, the opening ceremony, or was it the closing ceremony? One of the big ceremonies. We've got so many contemporary bands. Texas, as Charlene Spiteri, is good for the the odd love song. Louis Capaldi's soaring around the charts. One of his latest, an old girlfriend, there was claims that it was being written about her because she appeared on our version of Love Island. And they were claiming that he was writing about her, but he denies it and says he wrote it for his granny. 
Ah, but Lois Capaldi, what an all-round fabulous bloke. Yeah. Somebody else that doesn't take himself too seriously. And if somebody has a dig, he's straight at it, just parodying what they're having a dig at him about. So somebody called him Chewbacca, so at his next concert, he pitches up with a Chewbacca mask on, like, yeah, this is me. Even my generation love him as well. Someone I'm not so keen on, who's very popular in Scotland and has love songs, Paolo Nettini. What side of the fence are you on with Paolo Nettini? I like him, and some of the, some of his words are very good as well. Does Paolo Nettini come from Paisley? He does. The other great Scott singer that came from Paisley was Kenneth McKellar, and he's the one going back to the beginning of our chat. I think he's just got the definitive version of My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose. I think notoriously very difficult to sing because it's great jumps between notes, and he was, of course, a trained tenor singer. He does it beautifully. And, of course, Scotland the Brave as well. Yes, I think with Kenneth McKellar, he notoriously appeared representing the UK on the Eurovision Song Contest and he went <laughs> full Highland gear. And of course, the other Paisley guy was Jerry Rafferty. Oh, yeah. Baker Street and all the others. Baker Street's the one I remember. The one I remember too. He was part of the Humble Bombs with Billy Connolly, wasn't he? I was just thinking that one of the folk groups that I kind of just loved and went to a number of their concerts were the Corries and... Ronnie Brown had the most amazing voice, tenor voice that was just so soft and lyrical. But apparently when one of the members left the band, there were a trio to start with. And when one left, leaving just Roy Williamson and Ronnie Brown, Ronnie Brown had to suddenly turn his hand to learning a whole host of instruments because the other the band member who'd left was the instrumentalist. But of course, Ronnie Brown just did that. But his voice is stunning. And therein lies one of my claims to fame, because when I was at school, I used to be involved in doing lighting, you know, spotlights and background lighting and whatever. And uh, the Corries used to record the Hogmanay broadcast every year in Falkirk Town Hall. So there was a concert, there was an audience, and I used to do the lighting, putting the spotlight on and all the rest of it. The only thing was that it was a radio broadcast. So not a lot saw my lighting. <laughs> oh. Oh, brilliant. So, ladies, I think it's time to move towards our word of the week. Well, I'll kick it off then. I, I talked earlier about Huchter Tuchter. What's Huchter Tuchter music? Well, a Tuchter is somebody that came from the Highlands, usually a Gaelic-speaking person. So it was a kind of derogatory term that Lowlanders used for ignorant Highlanders as they saw it. Tuchters. Very good. How about you, Helen? Well, my word of the week is Kaylee, and that's what we call a gathering. A gathering of people will be a kaling, and there'll be lots of singing and dancing going on at a kaylee. Very good, like that. Fantastic. Which one am I going to pick? There's so many. Actually, there was one that came up the other day when we were talking about the whole kit and caboodle. I think that's a Scottish one, and it's basically just the whole lot, the whole caboodle. Oh, that's a good one. So, yes, that was one that we were just talking and that came up in conversations like, quick, write that one down. Another one to remember. Throwing everything into the mix. The whole kit and caboodle. Yep. So, ladies, thank you very much for your time. And I look forward to talking with you next week. And there we have it. The end of another episode of Scottish Blethers. If you'd like to join us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as at Scottish Blethers. And if you'd like to leave a review, please do so on your podcast platform of choice. It's cheery bye from me. Ta-ta the new from me. 
And if I don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the windy from me. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye.